So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad you are here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Look, if you aren't, don't worry. Your day is about to get just a little bit better. In the next 10 to minute, uh, 15 minutes here, we are going to inject a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of wisdom, and a little bit of practicality into your life and into your recovery so that you can become the man that God made you to be. And it's been a while since I've mentioned this on the podcast, so let me just take a moment right now to say really quick, this podcast is not about reaching the masses, although God is growing our reach, and that's been incredible. This podcast is not about trying to get clients into our program, although many of you have listened and then have chosen to sign up for what we're doing, and God has done incredible things in your lives as a result, and that's been really cool to be a part of. This podcast is about you becoming the person God made you to be. That's why Unleash the Man uh, Within (laughs) exists. I almost forgot the name of my own podcast. That's why this show exists, and that's why we're here today. That's why we're so excited to help you out. So some days you're going to hear you know, content that's specific about recovery, like today. Other times, it's going to be a little bit more broad-spanning, but if it's in the umbrella of it's going to help you become the person God made you to be, we're pretty content with that. And generally speaking, we always try to have a a flavoring for the recovery process and specifically walking in sexual integrity. So I'm glad you're here today and we're going to dive into some pretty downright interesting stuff. Today's episode is titled Fetishes, Fantasy and Freaky, A Lesson in Novelty and Story. Sathya, what in the heck are you talking about? So basically, I would say in, in our sexual development, Every single man experiences some of these things, if not all. You have a fetish, you know, maybe a bit of a strange obsession. You fantasize and you catch yourself fantasizing. Maybe it's while you're daydreaming and you're alone, or maybe you see somebody on the streets and, um, you know, they catch your eye, they're attractive, and you begin to fantasize about them, you know, real time in those moments. Uh, or the freaky, you know, you imagine doing things that are maybe, uh, unique sexual behaviors to put them mildly and you guys know what I'm talking about I think just about everybody experiences at least one of these things probably a degree in their pursuit of sexual integrity and what I wanted to talk about today a little bit is two two concepts one that is more clinical and one that is more neurobiological that will hopefully give you an understanding of where these things are coming from the, the basis of most sexual desire is an underlying story, a story that has been told from day zero of your existence on planet Earth, a story that spans far beyond sexuality or romanticism or erotica. It, it is a story of you. A story of how you connect and relate 
and integrate into this world. It's why if you had an absent father, you are more likely to engage in certain behaviors, both you know, sexual misbehaviors and, and other misbehaviors that are not sexual at all. Because that's part of the story here. Part of the part of the story in your development is there was something missing that you were actually wired to experience. And you found other ways to compensate for that lack. And as a child, you would have never been able to articulate what's going on. But now as an adult, in hindsight, we can look back and we can start to piece together this story. The incredible thing, which you're going to actually hear about in our interview this week with Sean Bonito, sorry, not this week, uh, next week, is you can rewrite those stories. And you can do that with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's incredibly important. It's very, very effective. But the point here is that there are stories that often uh, initiate the development of some of these fetishes, fantasies, and more freaky endeavors. So let me give you an example. So if you were to comb through, you know, all the pornography that I watched over the years, and I'm not going to be, don't worry, this, I, this is, will not be triggering. I'm not going to be graphic here. But I had a, a main go-to in the porn content I watched and the fantasies that I had. And it was all around mothers, like mom-related content. That was, that, that's been a trending keyword for a very long time on porn websites. And there's a reason to it. The reason for me is that I had some dynamics with my mom that ultimately contributed to how I got some of my my sexual needs or desires, probably desires is the better word, desires met. So what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is my uh, my longing for intimacy and affection from my mom that I didn't quite get the way I wanted to as a kid was then transferred into fantasy as I remember having fantasies about my sister's friends when I was like four or five years old. Now, that's not necessarily a direct example of that because, you know, it's my sister's friends. But as things evolved and even today when I find myself triggered, often my fantasies head in that direction. Now, that's an example of a fantasy that is actually undergirded by a story. The story is my relationship with my mom and how that played into my development or lack thereof. So that is kind of the the first part of this, which is that your story plays in. Now, I've given an example of fantasy, but truthfully, fetishes that you have and and some of the, the freaky things that you might be into might have a story underneath them. And they can be great indicators. If you start asking yourself, what do these things provide for me? What are these things offering me? That starts to really clarify what the actual desire or need is that that's sort of fueling the behavior in the first place. This is the more clinical concept, the, the, the story. On the other side is novelty. So novelty is when you experience something new for the first time. And some of you guys are caught up with fetishes and fantasies that have become routine for you And the reason that you delved into them in the first place is because they were novel. Our brains love novelty. You know, if you've had had a scoop of vanilla ice cream every single evening after dinner for the last two years of your life, 
and one day you have a scoop of vanilla ice cream with chocolate sprinkles on it, you're going to like that a little bit more because it's novelty. It's something that you that you enjoy that's been normal, but now there's a component to it that's new. You see, it, that this is how our, our viewing patterns start to change. This is how we get into more extreme content or sometimes we develop these obscure fetishes. It, it's, it's not because one day we just woke up and decided to look up the, the nastiest, most extreme stuff we could think of. It's that we just gradually sought a deviation from what was normal just a little bit, just a slight deviation from what was normal so that it still felt familiar enough but it was also exciting. There was a thrill involved because of the novelty. Your brain loves novelty. We love new things. It's why you hear people like me talk about shiny object syndrome and why as, as, a, as a client, if you're in recovery, you cannot afford to fall into shiny object syndrome where you're just jumping from one thing to the next. But our brain has a propensity to do exactly that. Our brain loves the new, it loves the novel, it, it, it constantly seeks it out and we have to be like meticulous, we have to be so careful that we are not succumbing to our brain's natural proclivity for novelty because in the event that we do, we risk running down these paths that lead us to more intense behavior or more extreme content that we are viewing. Novelty and story. Story being the clinical side of it, the part that is um, reflective of your past, gaining clarity on how those parts of your past influence your current behavior, and then applying some tools or some resources that give you a chance to maybe rewrite those stories and certainly write a better one in the future. Novelty is the neurobiological basis, the, the part that basically, uh, the part of your brain rather, that, that longs for something new, that gets fed up with the status quo, that, that sure, it enjoys things to be predictable and consistent, but also requires some degree of variety to feel intrigued and interested and engaged. These two parts are at play, and if you can identify them, if you can clearly articulate how they are at play in your existing situations, you will be positioned to come up with a very effective solution. See, the better you understand your story, the better you're able to experience novelty in healthy ways rather than destructive ways, the more impactful your solution starts to be in resolving the root issues of porn and staying free for the rest of your life. So if you catch yourself with fetishes, fantasies, freakiness, or something else that's kind of along these lines, I want to encourage you guys, just, just remember that if you can get to the basis of the story and you can address the novelty issue, you can make leaps and bounds in the recovery journey in a relatively short span of time. So I hope this has helped you guys. Uh, if you want to delve into this a bit more, you can book a time with somebody on my team. We'd be happy to speak with you um, and we'd be happy to see if uh, it makes sense for maybe you to participate in what we're doing here. Most of the guys, well, I mean, all of the guys that we work with experience fetishes, fantasies, um, or they've been involved in some, you know, freaky behavior. So this is not at all beyond our arena of familiarity. We'd be happy to help you in those regards. Uh, and you can book a time. I'll put a link in the show notes uh, if you want to book a time. But that's everything for today, guys. I wish you an incredible day. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. 
Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.